Happy Valentine's Day, y'all. Park Life Podcast. I'm your host, Beth, and I'm hanging out here with... Hey, it's Greg. You know what? 113 episodes in, and I'm still putting myself on mute. It's so great. I love that you still do that. I'm like, how many times oh, have we done this? Gosh. In, like, literally in the past... I, I feel like it's twice a month at this point. It happens frequently. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so let's recap real quick. Super Bowl happened last night, so you know what that means for today. <sighs> I haven't looked at any news stuff, but I'm assuming that the Bradys are at Disney World? I don't think they are. Yeah, but I mean... You don't think that I was talking to Doug about mm-hmm. that last night. I was like, do you think they still go to Disney World? Yes, they're still going to go. I just don't I don't think they're here now. I heard I heard they had fl- they flew home instead of staying in Florida last night. Okay. Well, this is what I told Doug. I said, "You can bet." I said if 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 it was you and you were the quarterback of the team that we thought was going to win or whatever, I'd be like, "Here's the deal. When you're making that deal with Disney before this game, I said it would be, "Yeah, we going to come." to disney but we gonna be staying in the cinderella suite or we ain't coming at all <laughs> i wonder if they would they like, probably I'd be would. like if you can negotiate that yeah i don't know i do have something coming up i'm looking forward to immensely and that is mm-hmm. a one night stay over at disney's art of animation resort getting it in while Ooh. the prices are still ridiculously cheap because they're uh, you know constantly offering discounts yeah. and stuff and we are bringing our pup little miss reba will be with us. So the day this episode airs, we'll be spending the night at Art of Animation in a pet-friendly Little Mermaid room. We're excited. So does she get to like walk around the resort with you and stuff? Yeah. Um, the There are plenty of like quote dog designated areas and we know they're dog designated because yeah. they have like the the bags, you know, the, the for yeah. the doggy duty. And yeah, it's nice because where the that building is, it's kind of at the end of the resort and it's right where the Skylander comes in and out. So it's a nice like view over Hourglass Lake, and uh, you kind of watch the Skylander cabins go by, and it's nice. And yeah. The weather is not hot, so we're looking forward to it. Yeah. What did she act like uh, at this one? Because this is where it's very different. It's different, but so, so because it's a public place, and there are obviously other dogs yeah. there currently or in the past, yeah. she can smell all that. So she goes nuts. She loves. She has a better time yeah. at any Disney She's resort like, than what, we do. What's over here? And then what's over here? And then there's something over here. And this does she just like sniff oh, yeah. the room out as soon as y'all yes. walk in? She's yeah. everything needs to be so. And she's not she's nervous, sweet. but like she's excited to like take it all in. So she doesn't want to yeah. rest. She wants to go like out. Well, and then uh, of course I could all I can picture is Nicole talking to her like, "You love it? Oh my god, <laughs> yes. Reba!" It's a lot of that, <laughs> which I mean is how I would talk to my dogs yeah. in that situation. So I don't blame her, but I, you know, they get real excited yeah. when you talk to them like that, no matter what. So yes. And Love for it. the record, Reba does not go on the bed because it's not allowed. There's no way we would absolutely never once let her on the bed in that room. No, uh. <laughs> Can you sense the sarcasm? I mean, my dog sleep. Yeah, I was like, my dog sleeps in the bed. They well at home, get their own but bed. technically the rule is they're not supposed to sleep on the bed oh. in the resort. Yeah. So we would. I wonder how many, like, I wonder how many people actually like adhere to that. Not us. Um, yeah. One last, <laughs> not us. one last piece of housekeeping here before we jump into our myriad of of uh, topics today for this yes! kind of Valentine's Day episode. Um, mm-hmm. I want to follow up on our Figment Pin giveaway, the Festival of the Arts Figment Pin. We had um, some great submissions, mm-hmm. and the if you don't remember the the whole uh, gig here was that people were letting us know why they weren't able to go to to Festival of the Arts, farts. 
mm-hmm. uh, how big of a Figment fan they are and stuff. So I wanted to share just a little bit of our winner, Cody. Um, and I did make sure it was okay with him that I shared his submission. And also, we do need to say it's not Cody. Cr- not uh, not Cody of the Disney Kremlins. Not the Cody we always talk no, about. different Cody. <laughs> uh, believe it or not, more than one Cody in life. Um, so anyway, uh, he let us know that his mom is severely immune compromised. By the way, some of you listening might know her as Mother Linda. He told me that hashtag Mother Linda is how people know her. Um, online. So I thought that was funny. Uh, she has congestive heart failure, Addison's disease, fibromyalgia, a stroke survivor and diabetes, which is a lot. That's a, that's a lot to deal with. Um, since the COVID pandemic began, I stopped my entire life to protect her and keep her safe. We gave up our annual passes for the first time in over 10 years. So we could all stay Mm -hmm. home all year to keep her safe and healthy. I'm happy to say on December 31st, she got her first dose of the COVID vaccine and she's soon to get her second dose. This was about a month ago. So it's possible she would have gotten that second dose. Um, obviously they gave up their passes, um, in order to stay home and whatnot. So they're for the first time uh, since the farts started, not able to go. So, um, his pin is out in the mail today and he should be receiving that shortly. And I'm happy that it's going to a great, uh, uh, you know, a, a great story. Yeah. Thanks Cody for your submission and give our love to hashtag mother Linda. Mother Linda. It almost sounds like an insult. Mother Linda. Like an insult. What a hashtag mother Linda over here. (laughs) So uh, I don't know. If, I don't know why, but for some reason, it makes me think of Mama Roo. It's like Mama Roo. <laughs> I don't know which is a RuPaul thing. Anyways, you know me. I love my drag race. Loves your drag race. So there are a lot of relationships in the Disney world, right? So not just Disney World, mm-hmm. like the parks, and also like the Disney cinema cinematic universe, right? So I thought it would yeah. be fun to rate some of these couples. Um, you know, like are they actually a good couple or? Are they a terrible couple? Right. And I don't know about you, but I have a mix of each on my on my list here. Let me start with a classic in the sense that the okay. relationship is classic. The movie is relatively newish, but I think ultimately a, a Disney Pixar classic. So we know them. Um, they were on screen technically for a short time. I mean, only the it was a four minute montage in the beginning parts of Up that put Carl and Ellie together mm. on screen. T- oh God. Carl meets Ellie while Carl is on the way home from a movie theater. They're both excited about the same thing. Adventure, that's pretty relatable, right? Easy to get on board with when you're finding someone new in your life. And Ellie makes Carl promise that he'll take her to Paradise Falls. And I'm sure in our relationships in life, we have our own Paradise Falls and things that like you maybe not promise, but have a goal in mind of things you want to make sure you do. Right. Uh, we know they get a house, they fix it up, they have some picnics, everything is awesome, and then they get a little bit of a little bit of oopsies. They have their car problems, broken bones, some home repairs, all their medical issues. Everyone's crying now because it's a Pixar movie, and that's what we do. And she's dead, right? Boom, mm-hmm. Ellie's dead. Yeah. So, uh, and we know he spends the rest of the movie living out that promise to her, and he takes a little coaxing from what's his face, Russell. And mm-hmm. um, I think that alone, so the dedication to her to his promise of her and the idea of adventure is what makes it a 10 out of 10 for me um this is like a great a great relationship and we only get the relationship as a glimpse but in that like super compact concentrated time we get everything we need to know about the relationship and then we get everything we need to know about how he actually feels about her because of what he does in the rest of the movie and it's beautiful yeah i mean it's definitely like a fairy tale it's a fairy tale relationship yes. but it's not in a fairy tale movie yeah if, if that makes sense it does so. make sense it's not a it's not a princess and a prince but it's like more realistic yeah. it's like oh well this is what we would all want right we would all want to find 
our Carl in life. Yeah. I definitely give that one to 10. It's sweet because, of course, everyone's like, oh, is this my grandparents? Yes. I mean, my is. grandparents, they've been married for like, gosh, I can't even, I don't even know. <laughs> I think they're close to like, they've got to be getting close to 70 years wow. maybe. So, yeah, it just kind of makes you think like, oh, this is what we all aspire to. Yeah. I want to get there so one day. So sweet. And um, <laughs> I don't know if there's a an actual Paradise Falls in my life with Nicole, mm. but we kind of already did it. Like we we talked had talked about moving to Disney World years ago, like when we first started yeah. dating and stuff. And you know, seven or seven years or so into our relationship, we actually did it. And now we're three yeah. years into this, and like we're kind of already here. Well, we're we're still young, Greg. Yes. We still have a lot of life ahead of us, so there can be more Paradise. That Falls. is true. All right, I'm gonna bring us down a little okay. bit. Okay. <laughs> That was real sweet. Uh, the first one that I picked was Kermit and Miss Piggy. Ooh, okay. This couple, I mean, obviously, I don't really know. Like, I was like, I didn't really get a backstory. I mean, we just have known them from all the Muppets. Yeah. Like, they've just been a couple. and But I'm like, but it's just interesting, their relationship. Because, you know, Miss Piggy is like, I don't know. Miss Piggy is real into herself. A little sassy. Um, she, She's very sassy. Kermit's usually, like, really sweet to her. And she's not very nice to him. So I was curious to get your take on this. Yeah, I um, I actually thought about this too. And especially when we see them in Muppets 3D, Muppet Vision 3D, because they don't really spend mm-hmm. a lot of like time yeah. together. But we know, and she's being a diva yeah. the whole time and is being obsessed about her mm-hmm. show. And he's just trying to be nice yes. about it. Um, I, it's not a 10 out of 10 Carl and Ellie for me. It's maybe like a, no. a, a seven-ish. Six-ish? Yeah, I don't know. I would put them in the... I feel like I'd put them in the middle, like five, six. Okay, I can see that. Would be like our five to six stars out of ten. I feel like Kermit could do better. Um, maybe just not anyone as good looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does that make sense? It makes I mean, sense. you have to agree. Come on. Yes. Well, I mean... Who... Like, Miss Piggy's supposed to be, like, the best looking Muppet, right? I mean... She's dolled up. She definitely um, puts glamorous. the most effort into her look, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, I've never really thought about the level of attractiveness of the Muppets before, but the next time I go, I I'm just going to have to sit there and think, who now who would I sleep with here? I just want to figure this out. Um, I don't know. I think I think Beaker's kind of cute. I'm just kidding. Say what? <laughs> Did you say Beaker? I think Beak. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, I, we all know you. You're a big fan of Nex. I totally <laughs> get that. <laughs> yeah, totes. Okay, I think uh, now that I think about it, I will lean towards your five or six rating as well. Okay. <laughs> um, uh. My next couple, by the way, the uh, recycling companies here picking up our bins. You might hear some some equipment in the uh, background. I can hear it. Some squeaking. So um, I'm going to keep us in the parks, <laughs> and I'm going to take us to Pirates of the Caribbean for a moment. Now, if you're thinking to yourself, mm-hmm. hey, Greg, what couple could you possibly be talking about in Pirates of the Caribbean? Um, I can't prove that they're married. Or that they're even dating at all. So let's just assume, mm-hmm. for the sake of this conversation, that the lady chasing the man with the broom is married <laughs> to him. Because if you haven't weaponized a household item on someone, then you were never really in love. And um, Okay, hold on. I'm going to stop you right there okay. because what we have to do is back up. Because originally, well, those roles different. were swapped. Yes. <laughs> yes. The roles were swapped. Yes. <laughs> so are we going to put that into the mix? Because no. that changes everything. It does. Correct. Have, had it only been the other way around, that would be a, a definite zero. Okay? Maybe don't. The difference... Okay, and if you don't... Hold on. And if you don't know what we're talking about... Yeah. That that puppet used to be the other way around. It used to be the man holding the broom chasing, chasing the, the wife. Yes. 
which <laughs> and they changed it. I'm aware that it sounds like and probably is a double standard, but the reality is men are predators and women maybe are not, right? <laughs> so that's why it's different. Um, that's just a fact. So anyway, then this particular setup, the environment we're working with here is that she's chasing him around. She is mm -hmm. using maybe the first thing she has in mind. Maybe he had told her to go sweep something. And she was like, no, and then she is chasing him around. So because of the violent nature of this interaction and knowing that I'm sure Nicole would love to chase me around with any old big object, quote, sweep me away, um, it is relatable and therefore a 10 out of 10. So thank you, uh, woman, oh, woman and man on 10. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Mm. Because see, I'm going to give it mm, – go ahead. It's, it's the kind of drama that – will end at the end of the day, right? So, like, that chase isn't going to last forever. I guess technically in the ride, it's lasting forever. You know, storyline-wise. Yeah. Um, they'll get over it. She'll get tired. He'll stop being a D-bag. And it'll end, and she'll stop chasing him. Yeah. But Okay, well, my take on it is that, like, maybe she's cleaning, and she's doing a bunch of stuff, and he's wanting to, like, do some things that she's like, I don't want to do that right now. And she's having to swat him off of her. Yeah. Um. So that's a good sign because okay. he really just wants to be closer to her. <laughs> it could be. He had walked in and asked to have her shiver his timbers. I get it. Yes, um, exactly. And she's like, no, I'm literally shivering these sheets, like trying to fold them and stuff. So get off me. Shivering um, these sheets. So, so I guess that's a good sign that they have that physical attraction and it's just they love each other. And she's just like, look, I need to get some stuff done. But like you said, again, it'll be over at the end of the day. Um, the thing about it is if she didn't care about him, she probably wouldn't chase him. Because think about this. When you get into like yeah. arguments with people, especially a spouse, if you didn't really care so much, you'd be like, screw this. I'm just walking away kind of thing. Right. So she's yeah. she's knee deep in love. Or with Or she would just straight up shoot him. Just I mean, let's him. be real. It was it was pretty savage back in that day. Yeah, I mean, they all had guns. They're all uh, slinging guns over there. So yeah. So 10 out of 10. Um, okay, so I'm going to... All right, I'm going to give that one an eight then. Okay, okay I'll right, give it an okay, eight. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> okay, are you ready for my next one? Yeah. This one is kind of along the lines of the that. Um, not really, but um, I chose Constance and her husband's from the Haunted Mansion. That's, I'm so happy you did that because when I was talking to Nicole about this, she came up with that. And then without me oh, okay. mentioning it to you, you did. So that's so cool. Yeah, look, guys, she basically axed them all, right? She chopped them all up with axes. Did she behead them all? Didn't she behead them all? I don't know, but definitely a big old hatchety axe. Yeah, she uh, she's Nurse Hatchet, and <laughs> if you will, and she killed them all. So she didn't love them. She just wanted their money she just wanted the money okay um and now her ghost is stuck in this haunted mansion so i don't really know i'm like did she get what she wanted because she got the mansion um <laughs> but i would say this is about a two out of two because okay. <laughs> sorry two out of ten because oh. she chopped their heads off yeah <laughs> well you know i think the chopping of the heads definitely wound up in some deduction of points for these relationships yeah. definitely a contributing factor mm -hmm. um Unless the guy had specifically requested it, people are interested in some really strange things, right? Mm -hmm, when the door, mm -hmm. when the bedroom doors close, I don't. Maybe yeah, that's true. when she, no, maybe she misinterpreted. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna. <laughs> I'll leave it right there. You guys can fill in a punchline of yourself. Uh, but either way, he got his head chopped off, right? So, um, so yeah, I would. You know what? I would it say went it went a little too far. I guess. Yes. Well, things Maybe got that's a little what too rough. Every time she was like, "Oops, it went a little too far." Oops, it went a little too far. Yeah, and then third time's a charm, you know. Mm. But it was safe because they were all wearing condoms. So listen, um, I agree. I would, I give, I would give a two out of ten here as well. 
All right, what's your next one? Okay, so my last one is also from the parks. And I have some audio for this as well, because I okay. thought as much as I want to convince everybody, and I'm going to try to about how I feel about this particular couple on this like nationally renowned classic Walt Disney attraction, even beyond mm -hmm. Walt, you know, Disney World, this is a Walt Disney attraction. Um, I want them to display it for everyone to hear. So mm -hmm. we follow this family through time, but how good is the relationship between John and Sarah in Carousel of Progress? John and Sarah are the names of the like two main characters from the Terminator movies, right? That's Sarah Connor and John Connor, yes. right? Anyway, coincidence, yeah. I don't know. So uh, spoiler is not great, in my opinion, this relationship. Oh. So if you listen to their interactions, in my mind, most of them, and I know that you're going to hear this and be like, Greg, you left out this part. So my argument is that most of the interactions, again, not all, most of the interactions are sarcastic, flippant. Mm -hmm. There's a nice vocab word for everybody. Dismissive, right. insincere. Like you can tell if they weren't audio animatronics, they'd have been rolling their eyes at each other. And there's one particular time when Sarah is um, saying a stock phrase that I bet you have said to your spouse, the general you, not just you, Beth, but like people have said to their mm -hmm. spouse. Um, and yeah. they, and she says it under her breath, and it is indicative of an unhealthy relationship. So, um, with no further ado, I put together just a, look, a quick little compilation. Um, it's about a minute and a half of some of the conversations throughout the entirety okay. of Carousel of Progress. <laughs> Sarah sure gets to the core of the apple. But we do have this new wash day marvel. Now it takes me only five hours to do the wash. Imagine, it used to take two days. Well, that's right, folks. Now Sarah has time for other things like... Like canning uh, and cleaning the oven. Yes, dear. Well, ovens don't just clean themselves, you know, dear. I know, dear. <laughs> Sarah's Ladies Club is responsible for our town's 4th of July celebration tonight. She's got us all roped into performing in their program, and right? I decided we're going as George and Martha Washington, dear. Oh, the father of our country. <laughs> That's a role that really fits me. You know, I'm I... I'm so glad we installed an electric light fixture here on the porch, because it's just too darn hot to be sewing inside. Yes, Sarah. Grover, <laughs> don't interrupt while Sarah's interrupting. John! Papering is getting out of hand. I could use a little help. Now, Sarah, didn't I set up that clever automatic paint stirring machine for you? Yes, John, you're a genius. Of course, this will ruin my food mixer. Not that you'd care. For us out there? Yeah, and maybe sometime in the new century, your father will learn how to talk to our oven. Well, maybe by then, ovens will read our minds. Okay, so a couple of things. Okay, Sarah is a whiny little you-know-what. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I never picked up on that before. Yeah, so I don't want to pin this. Hopefully this doesn't sound like I'm pinning this all on him or her. I think it's a combination of the two of them. Yeah. So you'll notice his use of the word deer, which he's only using like as a weapon, right? He's not, mm -hmm. he doesn't mean it. Yeah. He's saying it sarcastically. Yeah. Okay, deer, right? It's that thing that yeah. couples do when like, like, it's like how, you know, People in your neck of the woods say, bless your heart, but that's really not what they're saying. Yeah. Yes, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, there's that. You'll notice that when she's talking about the mixer, she does the nut that you'd care anyway kind of thing, which means that's probably pointing to some other things that he's done around the house right. to, to upset right. her. Uh, but she also could communicate that and said she just, you know, speaks sarcastically about it. Um, she also takes a little dig at him about the oven because it was... He who led the oven to like go to the 975 degrees, although he didn't mm -hmm. realize he was doing it, 
but she of course has to call him out on it um, right. in a in a not funny way. By the way, actually, it turns out. And yeah. um, it's and like you can funny just... when you listen to all of those when you listen to all those clips back to back. You're like, oh my gosh! But like when you're in the attraction, you're like, oh, this is funny. Like they're bantering back and forth like a '90s sitcom. Just like chatting. it just sounds like Home Improvement, but like in an earlier phase of life or whatever. Yes. So I'm gonna but, say man. I'm gonna say two out of ten because they raised kids. Ooh. They're 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 together for the kids. Okay, they are doing this for the children. I think. And yeah. And Uncle Orville and Grandma playing the video game. So but what overall, you're saying is once the kids graduate from high school, they probably are getting a divorce. <laughs> yeah. They're, she's happy. She finally got her, her laptop fired up because she's going on FarmersOnly.com. Yeah. And he's already got Tinder on his phone. She just doesn't know it yet. Lowered expectations. <laughs> oh, my God. From Mad TV. remember that? Yes. yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Yeah, once those kids are out, oh, that's it. Man. They're done. They're donezies. Okay, well, I'm going to give them, for all of those reasons, I'm going to give them a 5 out of 10 because okay. they kind of tried. It's not really working out. It's not working They're out. They're doing the thing. I don't know. I feel like we could probably all relate or know someone who's kind of either from an ho- a household that was a lot like this or yes. um, has friends that were from households like this. But the funny thing about the him ruining the mixer in that scenario yeah. is in my life, um, uh, we had put it. We had. We do have a KitchenAid like mixer, stand mixer. We had gotten it mm. as part of whatever part of our wedding, a, a shower or yeah. something, right? Because I am yeah, cheap and probably so nice. wouldn't buy it myself. And they're awesome. But I'm the only one who yeah. uses it. Nicole doesn't use it. I I use it really. Like pretty, yeah, that's not a knock on her. Just for whatever reason, I am in the position yeah. to use it more. So like, I wouldn't what use that use as it? a paint. What do you use it for? I am not I'm advanced. Okay, I'm t- like f- simple things like uh, making homemade whipped cream because I'm not sitting there and whipping it myself. Okay. Or just like yeah, generic cook. Yeah, still like most people don't make homemade whipped cream. Oh, it's so that's so like much a, better, guys. You can choose how much sugar you want I it d- and vanilla. Yeah. Yeah. Just as, you know, this is a Disney podcast, but a quick aside on making your own fresh homemade whipped cream. You can set it and forget <laughs> it. It's the Ronco chicken yeah. oven, okay? Because it it takes minutes for it to whip up. So you put, I literally put it, all the ingredients, I mean, it's just the, the um, heavy whipping cream, sugar, and vanilla to your liking. And I put it on, on whip. And then I walk away. I literally walk away for like four minutes and come back. And then it's just about done. Then you kind of have to pay attention so it's not overwhipping it. But easy. Did we just have an infomercial on our podcast? <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Well, I didn't. Oh, well, I guess, yeah, for KitchenAid. Hey, maybe they can Greg, sponsor us. Greg, send us your link. Yes. <laughs> send us your link. Hashtag. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you should just go ahead and tag uh, KitchenAid. KitchenAid, yes, please. Set this please podcast do. up. Oh, my gosh. Okay. That was a really good one. I was curious where you were going to take that. And I was like, I don't even know. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about. You ready for this one? Yes. We're going to talk about Anna and Hans. Oh, oh, Anna and Hans. Okay. Yeah, because Doug brought this one up. Doug was like, what about, because he's like, can we talk about red, like red flags? Yeah. There were red flags all over the place. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was like, and she's being like the typical like needy girl who's like, oh, I met a man and now we have to get married. Like, <laughs> And it was the whole like, who marries a man they just met? Like that's yeah. like, it's a joke in the movie, but like for real, like you can't marry a man you just met. Um, and of course, it turns out that everyone's right. Spoiler alert, Hans is a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> a big old jerk. <laughs> Sorry. I was like waiting for a reaction from you. <laughs> you were like, you looked at the side and you're like, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> that got me. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, anyways, Hans is a huge jerk. He's terrible. He was like agreeing with everything that she said. I mean, the, it, red flags everywhere, right? Like everywhere, yes. He was too perfect too quickly. 
And I feel like that is a lesson to ladies everywhere. Um, I've actually only known, I did know, I met a couple um, when I used to live back home and they got married after I think two weeks of knowing each other. Um, and there's, they were still married at the time and it was like 15 years later. So holy moly. It does happen, but chances are, honey, it's not going to be your story. So <laughs> so for that, I am going to go ahead and rate them a 1 out of 10. 1 out of 10. It was doomed from the get-go. It was. They had they had their 15 minutes, and that was about it. He didn't want... He didn't love her, Greg. He just wanted he her kingdom. Her. That's a, a strange way to put that. Um, oh, you mean the actual kingdom. I see what you're saying there. So... Uh, <laughs> yes. What would have lost Hans for me if I was in a duet singing about love as an open door with Hans? The moment that he thought for one second that I was going to share a sandwich with him, immediate right? closing of that. Love is a, now no a closed one, door. No one finishes each other's sandwiches. No. That's where the, no. that's, you know what? I bet that's what the broom lady in the pirates, she was so that's mad. That's what she said. Put down the baloney. Husband, she was cleaning stuff and he, she made a sandwich and it was in the little fridge thing that they have because I don't yes. know what they had back then in that time. And a he nice ate it and she was like, that's it. She's like, that's it. It's the last I think straw. We, I think we figured it out. We None of you will out. ever look at Pirates of the Caribbean the same way ever You're again. You're <laughs> welcome. Uh, you know, the primary reason I um, married Nicole is that she has a gluten allergy and we often can't finish each other's food. Right? So I, it's really yeah. just best case scenario here. You really, uh, you really married up in that sense. <laughs> you really uh, married right. up in the food sense. Oh, for real. You were like, so tell me more about this gluten allergy. Yeah, tell me about how, about how I don't have to share my food with you. And if exactly. I do, it's probably healthy and I'll want to share it anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh. I think Doug and I have done a good job. We're like, we're kind of both the same. So it's like, don't be eating my stuff. And he doesn't want, you know what I mean? So yes. we, we like matched on that level. Good. Okay. We don't have that issue really. Let me give a rating. I, okay. I wouldn't go as low as one. The reason why I'm not going to go one, okay? I'm going to go four, and I'll tell you why. Because okay. they experienced a very high and a very low relationship, meaning mm -hmm. it was exciting and brand new, and they were able mm -hmm. to go on a roller coaster together, so to speak. And there's a lot of, maybe not a lot of chase, but a lot of thrill. So yeah. it was like a 10 out of 10 on the thrill scale, but a zero out of 10 on like the actual longevity. It was like the night that they met on Bumble, and so they were like talking and talking and talking, yes. and then it just like fell off and nothing happened. So yeah, you know, she he basically catfished her because he had false intentions. <laughs> basically, but, seriously. So I would say four, just because um, she earned she learned a great life lesson. She took a long way to get there, but she learned a, mm -hmm. a life lesson from it, and she is better because of it. And that's why I'm putting it higher than some of the other relationships are a bit lower because I don't think they're better for it. Okay. I don't think John and okay. Sarah are living their best lives now. Yeah. Whereas yeah. I think Anna is because of her relationship with Hans. True. Okay, what's your honorable mention? And then I'll give you my last one. So my honorable mention is a Disney-ish. Okay, this is a stretch, but okay. it's our podcast. We'll do what we want. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say this is a classic couple for me, and it's technically a Disney sitcom, if you will. And I'm a big mm -hmm. shout out to Corey and Topanga, from Boy Meets oh, World yeah. because they are like the relationship I grew up on and probably the first time I was ever emotional other than Zach and Kelly on Saved by the Bell. Oh my gosh, Zach um, and Kelly, gosh. The iconic, iconic relationship. How am I supposed <laughs> to live without you? <laughs> still to Zach, this day, I, I think about you, that Zach. scene. Freaking Jeff, man. I hate yes. Jeff. Jeff. <laughs> Oh my god. Somebody needs to do that Halloween costume where it's like Zach and Kelly, but then someone dresses as Jeff. That's what needs to happen. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. 
stupid. Oh yeah. my gosh. So Corey and Topanga, uh, shout out. Um, by the way, obviously they yeah. went to Disney World in one episode. So that so that's, that's it's right. officially a Disney show. Gotta love those '90s sitcoms. <laughs> um, okay, my last one is actually a double, like a oh, two. Ho, ho. Two okay. All right. So they are Pongo and Purdy. Okay. Who are obviously the dogs from 101 Dalmatian, and then Roger and Anita, who are the actual humans. Okay. Um, and I think that both of them, to me, are 10 out of 10s. I think they're both super sweet. Obviously, Pongo and Purdy, they had puppies together. They were very sweet. Mom and dad were there. They were all so worried about all the dogs. And then, then you have Roger and Anita, and they took in all these dogs, and she wasn't like walking around yelling about all these dogs and stuff like they both were like on the same page about it they both cared enough and they were very sweet to each other and i don't know i just love the relationships in that movie it's very sweet okay i so now i have to be honest i have i don't know the last time i saw 101 dalmatians it's been so long oh for my me gosh maybe you guys out. need to watch that for your va- for valentine's day i'm gonna give you that charge okay i could do that um, and I'll go into that movie then thinking, looking for a 10 out of 10 set of relationships, and I'll let you know how I feel about it. And they have cute voices and stuff, too. And that's all I got. Let's move on to the next segment. Okay. <laughs> that's our new our new in-between segment thing. Is just, let's move on. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, so let us know how we did. Let us know if you agree with our ratings on our couples. Curious to hear what y'all think about it. So Disney is known for some songs, right? Lots of Disney love songs in their animated movies, especially. So uh, I thought we could change it up a little bit. Maybe do a little interpretation, do a little new version Mm. of some classic Disney love songs as we approach Valentine's Day. We are sharing our flair for the dramatic as... uh... (laughs) You're already better than I am. Don't do that. (laughs) We like to be dramatic. So uh, Beth and I are going to treat you all to some dramatic readings of two each classic Disney love songs. Mm. So I feel like I need to clear my throat. I feel like I need to stretch. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes, you get to go first, please. Thank you. Syph- syphilis. Syphilis. Okay. Sibilance. Oh, it's sibilance? I got that wrong. Okay. Here we go. I can see what's happening. And they don't have a clue. They'll fall in love, and here's the bottom line. Our trio is down to two. The sweet caress of twilight. There's magic everywhere. And with all this romantic atmosphere, disasters in the air. Can you feel the love tonight? The peace the evening brings. The world, for once, in perfect harmony with all its living things. So many things to tell her, but how to make her see? The truth about my past? Impossible. She'd turn away from me. The end. <laughs> Snaps for Greg. Snaps, Snaps for Greg. <laughs> Sweating. That made me sweat. <laughs> Can you feel the love tonight? All right, now I want you to sing it. Yeah, please. <laughs> That'll be maybe another time when I can get you drunk. Okay. It's, uh, good luck, because that's the only way you'll probably hear me sing. <laughs> might be the best way to hear you sing (laughs) all right are we ready for my first song oh i'm very excited for this dramatic reading (laughs) okay here we go you think i'm an ignorant savage and you've been so many places i guess it must be so but still i cannot see if the savage one is me how can there be so much that you don't know you don't know 
you think you own whatever land you land on. The earth? <laughs> it's just a dead thing that you can claim. But I know every rock and tree and creature has a life, it has a spirit, mm -hmm, and it has a name. You think the only people who are people are the people who look and think like you? Gosh, is this talking to 2020 or what? Uh, <laughs> but if you walk the footsteps of a stranger, you'll learn things you never knew, honey. You never <laughs> knew. Yes. Have you ever? Oh, still going. <laughs> <I'm not Okay. laughs> Have you ever heard the wolf cry to the blue corn moon? Or even ask the grinning bobcat why he grinned? Can you sing with all the voices of the mountains? Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Can you paint with all the colors of the wind? Congratulations. I feel like I'm being yelled at. <laughs> yes. I love the roller coaster of accents in there. You got a little street, you got a little <laughs> yeah. poet. Love it. Big fan. You got you got a little yes. New York in there, I think, too. It's very me. It's very me. <clears throat> you know, it's it wasn't until doing this that I'm like listening to the actual lyrics of the song. Yeah, you're caught up in the music, right? So this is actually kind of interesting. Yeah. All right. One more for you. It's a little gift from me to your ears. <clears throat> and at last, I see the light. And it's like the fog has lifted. And at last, I see the light. And it's like the sky is new. And it's warm and real and bright, and the world has somehow shifted. All at once, everything looks different. Now that I see you. All those days chasing down a daydream. All those years living in a blur, all that time, never truly seeing things the way they were. Now she's here shining in the starlight. Now she's here, suddenly I know. If she's here, it's crystal clear. I am where I'm meant to go. The end. Yes, Greg, yes, Greg. And at last I see the light, and it's like the fog is lifted. I love that song. Gosh, stinking love it. It turns out it's a great song. <sighs> it is after a great all song. This. Disney, Disney knows what's up. Okay, this one probably a lot of people won't know, so that's kind of okay. why I picked it. Good. Uh, but then I'll tell you the actual name of the song, and you'll be like, okay, it makes sense. <clears throat> Are you ready? Mm-hmm. If there's a prize for rotten judgment, I guess I've already won that. No man is worth the aggravation. That's ancient history, been there, done that. Who do you think you're kidding? He's the earth and heaven to you. Try to keep it hidden. Honey, we can see right through you. Girl, you can't conceal it. We know how you're feeling. Who are you thinking of? No chance, no way, I won't say it. No, no. It's too cliche, I won't say I'm in love. I thought my heart had learned its lesson. It feels so good when you start out. My head is screaming, get a grip, girl, unless you're dying to cry your heart out. <laughs> That's all I have. Oh, my gosh. I have not one single clue what song that is. It is from Hercules, and it's called I Won't Say I'm In Love. Oh, my goodness. Okay. There's, like, some backup to it, too. So it's, like, uh, what is, where's the part the, where The muses like... are singing in the background? Yeah, yeah. Girl, mm. Although this was not a competition, I'm officially awarding you the winner of the dramatic reading of oh, Disney Love Song. So congrats, thank you. congratulations, oh throwing flowers at your foot at your feet right now. Thank you, thank you so much. My <laughs> gosh, what an exercise! If you ever want uh, 
to go through the motions of trying to like read things and articulate just practice reading disney song lyrics with a serious voice or being mm -hmm. dramatic there you go it's there quite go. the exercise uh, we still have quite a bit of stuff to, to, to do today. We're going to chat with Sarah momentarily on her uh, on a real-life Disney love story, or at least a love story that includes a really awesome Disney element. Um, I don't have any news nuggets today. Do you? No, I actually looked up some stuff, and you know me. I'm like, I can usually pull a nugget out somewhere, but I didn't really see any nuggets. No dipping sauce, no nuggets today, no. everyone. Sorry. I always say, you know that Beth, if she needs to, she'll squeeze out a nugget. So uh, we'll skip uh, we'll skip news <laughs> then, and we'll move on to some history and go back in time. I hope everyone enjoyed that visual. Go back in time for some Disney history. <laughs> Seriously. Um, I'll go first. Um, I have two. I have a twofer for you, a little bonus uh, You will history. wait till the song. Oh, my you God. You will I'm wait so until the song. <laughs> but she's getting all confident. She won the... The non-contest of the Disney song reading. How oh, dare you cut around. into my favorite part. How dare I? Okay. I've got two things for you. A bonus. Bonus history item for you. First, let's go back to 1960. Walt Disney received two stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Two. One for television and one for movies. And my bonus history item uh, is a little more self-serving because three years ago this week... Your boy had a little interview, and I know I played this clip before, and it's happening again, but I can't believe this was three years ago when this happened, and then later on I got to introduce the world to my moment in the spotlight in a Disney Vacation Club promotional video talking about a certain That's new right. Fantasyland attraction. Here we go. Of all the attractions members enjoyed after hours, one gem stood out from the rest. I think my favorite ride tonight was the Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. Seven Dwarfs Mine Train. So there we are. Oh, that's me. That's the only time I'm in the commercial. That's a that's a clip from our 100 100th episode. Oh. Oh, Greg's still talking. Is this weird? Is this blowing your guys' mind? Wow, Greg. Is too much Greg? It's too much Greg. It's too much Greg. Uh, All right, let's go back uh, some real history now, some non-Greg okay. history. All right, I'm going back to 1996. Uh, this is when the Disney Institute opened at Walt Disney World in Florida. The Institute, oh. which was inspired by the Ch Chautauqua Institution in Jamestown, New York. Is that how you say it, Greg? Beats me. Okay, I wasn't sure if you knew because you're from New York. Maybe that was a thing. Um, it is. offers offers more than 60 programs in eight interest areas such as animation culinary arts rock climbing and wilderness exploration your uh, the guests stay in villas which were previously part of the disney village resort on a 75 acre 457 room resort the institute oh. was an attempt to allow guests to have a vacation with a dose of educational entertainment wow do you know anything about the disney institute and now it's disney's saratoga springs resort and spa yeah yeah, I guess I don't. Um, I didn't look up when it closed or whatever, like when they, whatever. But uh, I know Saratoga opened in two thousand and four, three or four. Okay. So I'm guessing so a year or two before that. Yeah, something like something like that. So yeah, if you've ever, uh, let us know if you've ever been a part of the Disney Institute. We would love to hear your story about that. Interesting. Yeah. Speaking of mm. stories, I think it's a great time to welcome Sarah onto the show. <gasps> yeah. So welcome, Sarah. Welcome, Sarah. Welcome, Sarah. So uh, I feel like we've gotten to know you at least uh, a little bit here and there. As I've 
as have our listeners, because when we put out questions for stuff, a lot of times, it's, oh, there's Fueled by Magic 7 coming in with an answer mm-hmm. to something. So uh, nice to be able to talk to you and people will be able to get to know you a little bit. But um, we're doing this like Valentine's Day-ish episode and you have a really cool part of your love story, which includes Disney. So I want to make sure we talk about that. Yeah, I'm so excited. Yeah, so uh, let us know. Beth and I already know. But, you know, if you want to just let us know what's so cool about your Disney love story. What did you do that's so exciting? Oh, well, um, let's see. We got married at Disney. Um, We got married at the wedding pavilion uh, at the Grand Floridian. So it was very nice. Um, They had actually just refurbished it. uh, And so we were one of the first weddings in the newly renovated pavilion. So that was exciting. When was that? Uh, That was in January of 2017. So, um yeah, it was, yeah, <laughs> it was crazy because the way that they, as you all might remember, it had a sort of a pink uh, vibe to mm-hmm. it prior to the reno. And then when they refurbished it, uh, it had this like really pretty Cinderella blue and that was my color scheme. So it worked out beautifully. Um, and uh, then we also uh, had the honor, privilege, whatever, to um, do the Magic Kingdom portrait session. So uh, there yes. are a couple of different options with that, but we did the Magic Kingdom plus one other park so we chose epcot as our second park oh my gosh okay um hold on before we before we get to the park stuff i want to talk about this grand floridian business because a lot of people think about it talk about it some people probably done research about it and you actually real life did it so a couple of questions for you um i may or may not have been sneaking around one day in the grand floridian uh, wedding pavilion area and they had left the pavilion open like so the big gates if you ever walk over there like those those like big like irony gates whatever open and we go over that like nice little bridge there obviously we were like skulking around like looking around to see if anyone Mm -hmm. was watching us and uh, we got to go in all the doors were left open so like we walked around where you could get ready and stuff so i'm assuming that's where you got ready and Mm -hmm. stuff and i think we saw the renovated version because it was after we moved here in 2018 so it's awesome so i would imagine you had like probably a world-class experience getting ready for your wedding and stuff back there. Just if you wouldn't mind just describing a little bit about what it's like back there, because that's the nicest bathroom I think I've been in, in Disney World anyway, <laughs> in the, there. Because it's like, I mean, you know, you it's know, got like pixie Greg dust like, in the I mirrors. I got to check out this bathroom. Oh, yeah, we checked out everything. <laughs> Yeah, it is a very swanky bathroom. Um, we actually did the bulk of our getting ready at the Port Orleans Riverside Resort. That was where all of us were staying. Um, but yes, that is the holding area. That is where you go to do your final touches, touching up that nose makeup, you know what I'm saying? Um, anything like that. So um, there are two separate, um, like on either side, there's one for the groom and then one for the bride. And so I, uh, we're over there and I think the rooms are called something. One's called Wishes and another one's like dreams or something mm, i don't something i don't like remember that, yeah. the names but they're so beautiful and so uh kind of all of me and all of the girls were in that room kind of getting ready there are a few photos taken in there um and it's beautiful there's lighted mirrors there's couches to sit on so um i feel like uh my husband alan probably used his room more because he had a lot of waiting around to do <laughs> i was pretty much just in there real quick while people got in their place and then we uh walked down the aisle so i wasn't in my room very long but it was very beautiful and the day before when you go to rehearsal they walk you through that space and kind of show you mm-hmm. the the facility where you have to get ready and that kind of thing so it's very nice and uh just beautiful do they give you a set time frame that you can be in that suite or like was it like a hey you could have this all day or was it just like a, a time frame of window 
There, there is sort of a window. Um, it's kind of like as, as long as you need to leading up to the ceremony. Um, they do cut you off if there's a wedding after you. Yeah. So, and there was yeah. one coming after okay. me that day, but they were really sweet. And I remember, <laughs> I remember I had a blister on my toe oh, no. and um, it was, it was not doing so well and I needed a bandaid. So um, my wedding planner met me back in the room after the ceremony and we got that taken yeah. care of. So. She's like, we can't have you bleeding all over your dress. <laughs> Uh, yeah, girl, like it was bad. So, um, and especially because there were certain pictures I wanted. Um, I also did the Cinderella carriage. And so uh, you wanted that picture of your foot kind of in stepping into the carriage and it wouldn't yeah. look pretty uh, with the blisters. <laughs> Um, so when Nicole and I, um, did our Disney wedding over at the boardwalk, I'm sure it was some parts of it, I'm sure was similar. So we were able to choose from like a songbook of things, obviously when Nicole was walking down the aisle, the version of the aisle there, no one cares about what the groom's doing, right? I was already standing there waiting around. <laughs> um, I, I'm assuming we had the same kind of thing. So we picked like all kinds of Disney songs for like when Nicole walks down the aisle, first dance as husband and wife. And then it's like bride and groom walk off this walk off the set or whatever. And that's a different mm -hmm. for that. We chose the uh, um, electrical parade from Magic Kingdom. <laughs> like, do you remember oh any God. of that? Did you, I legit were you, able thought to you were about to say the electric boogie and I was going to be like, oh, Greg, we got to talk. <laughs> Like this it was the Main Street Electrical Parade is the official title, obviously. But oh, I Well, I'll tell you a funny story about that song in particular. So we, at our reception, um, got the Cinderella iced glass slippers. So they were little individually ice, like ice sculptures with raspberry sorbet. They were sort of an in-between course. And when they brought them out, when all the servers brought them out, they played that song. Um, and it really got everybody's yeah. attention because yeah. they were yeah. like, wait, what yeah. is this? It's kind um, of like ice cream trucky almost. It's yeah. like like, there's an ice cream truck coming. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but to answer Greg's first question about the songs to, to pick, we they were very kind. I actually was very specific on the songs I wanted. So um, I actually had a, an arrangement done and recorded by my piano teacher from when I was um, smaller, younger, and they actually played it uh, for me. It was the nice. when my girls nice. walked down the aisle. It was my favorite things from The Sound of Music because yeah. they wore yeah. white dresses with blue satin sashes. Um, so there was that. Uh, but as far as the, um, they they were able to do the Cinderella whole vibe. So they played the chimes like at, in the movie when she's like going or leaving the chapel and, and the wedding is over. They played the bells. Um, and then uh, we walked out to um, this will be an everlasting love um, yeah. because yeah. it was like a parent trap vibe yeah. for me. So that's awesome. <laughs> Sounds so dreamy. Now, tell me about a little bit about your husband. Like, has he was he into Disney? Was he, did he just marry into the Disney stuff? Yeah. Like, how did all that? Is come he together? regretting it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> was he like, we're getting married? Where? <laughs> no, it um it took minor convincing, but I will say it was not top of mind for him when I first pitched it. Um, he was he never thought about it. So he'd only been to Disney once as a kid. Yeah. Um, and he sort of yeah. did marry into it, but um he's very good at Disney trivia. Like he can match me really well. So um. Um, to, to get married there was almost almost a no-brainer once I pitched it to him and he loved every second of it okay. so it was okay. the perfect thing yeah I, and that um you answered my question that I had in my brain because when I, I saw a picture of you playing piano in the Grand, Grand Floridian I guess with one of your bridesmaids and I was like but she's wearing a white dress too was she like was she the other bride that day or 
Yeah, they wore they wore white dresses, and it's funny that story is so funny because um, so after everything was all said and done, um, I took my maid of honor and and the best man that we took them on the monorail, and it was just the four of us, yeah. and we stopped off at the Contemporary for pictures because my husband loves the Contemporary, he's, and he's correct, obviously, great yeah. great result, yeah. yeah. We're super fabulous. And so we stopped off there to just take some pictures. And it was so funny because we had a group of people just stop and kind of staring at us. And they were like, it's a double wedding. Yeah, and they really did yeah. think we were a double wedding. Yeah. So it was really yeah. fun. And we just we just went with it. You're <laughs> so, like, yes, thank you. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Peanut butter pie for everyone. Yes, exactly. It was awesome. <laughs> That's so sweet. So That's you so did sweet. your ceremony. You guys are married. And then your photo sessions happened after the ceremony. Was it same day or next day? Because obviously, if you're getting, if you're doing it in the park, you got to do it when the park's not open. So it's either got to be late yeah. at night or early morning. So what yeah, was the deal with that? I was curious about timeline. Like, what time was your ceremony and then everything followed? Guys, so it was brutal, but it was so worth it. Um, it was the very next day. So the ceremony, um, we ended everything, like reception, everything. I think we were done and out of there by eight. Uh, and we stayed up a little bit late um, going around the monorail and just mm -hmm. d taking pictures and stuff. So I don't know what time we actually fell asleep, but it was probably midnight or later. And they came to our room to pick us up, I believe, at 4.30 oh, that morning. Oh, my gosh. It was brutal. Um, and my I'm made of honor. Shout out to her because she, who's my sister, um, she got up that same morning and redid my makeup, yeah. redid my hair yeah. for me. She was a godsend. So <laughs> thank you. Um, but uh, it was it was amazing. So you, they come and pick you up in um, like one of the the Disney mobiles, yeah. um, and uh, we climbed in the back. And it was um, the photographer and um, his attendant was with him. So he was there to kind of help like fluff my dress and had some props and things and uh, whisked us off to the Magic Kingdom to start. And yes, you do have to be there before they open. So we had some sunrise photos, uh, but it was it was a lot to, to have to get up that early and do it all over again. I did not look great. I was like, I hope you guys have filters or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need it. Like princess filter when you really need it. <laughs> so I'm guessing, I mean, when you're there that early, that's even earlier than like guests who are there to do like early dining reservations. I feel like as a regular old guest, you know, if you want to get to the Magic Kingdom before it's like really open, this is like your pre-pandemic. You get an early dining reservation at Cinderella Royal Table or Be Our Guest or whatever. But you were there probably before that. So you had to have been the only non-cast members there, right? I mean, you guys must have been the only guests there. We, we were, it was, it was so surreal. And like, I don't have yeah. even the cast member like behind the scenes. So it was everything for me. And um, I do remember there was one other bride in the park. So when you book a Magic Kingdom portrait session, there was, at the time we did it, there were three different routes you could choose. So she was on a different route and we saw each other from across the way and waved at each other, just like bride <laughs> to bride. Um, so that yeah. was really fun. But uh, yeah, we, it was, it was just us. And then that other bride and her photographer and, it was so magical and i mean the people are, are still there like just i don't know pressure washing the sidewalks yeah and yeah like working funny. i mean oh it was just oh it was amazing so uh to be there and see some of that behind the scenes magic was priceless oh my yeah gosh. i feel like the main i'd be like i just want to take this in like just let me stand here for 10 minutes and like really just take it in <laughs> Yeah, awesome. I, it was it was funny and i wanted to like have my phone out like taking videos but they were kind of like just keep it to yeah. yourself but oh it was so it was just so fun and crazy mm -hmm. to see the park empty like desolate yeah so. oh yeah. gosh i would love it we're a little you know hashtag food motivated here so if we can go back to your wedding for a moment because i was just thinking i want to hear more about your desserts because i would imagine with a 
Disney wedding pavilion wedding and you had a Cinderella theme, did you have any like Cinderella themed um, desserts or food items? Was there a, a chocolate glass slipper of some kind or something? Yes. Yeah, look at, yeah, we, she's like, yes. Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> so um, they actually do um, Cinderella carriages um, in the chocolate carriages and they're your place cards. So you can get dark chocolate, milk chocolate or white chocolate. And you, so on my wedding invitations, I had my guests select which chocolate they preferred. And I'd be so circling it, all three. Like, yes, I know. Please. Greg would be like, your name and your name. Like he's calling people's carriages. Hey, if you don't want that, just send it down here. Yeah. <laughs> just roll it on down yep and so everybody had their um their place card or their their setting where they were supposed to sit in with their name on the cinderella slip uh cinderella carriage um and it was just it was so magical and i don't know if anybody actually ate theirs because i think everybody wanted to save them i didn't eat mine but because it was just too beautiful um of course like i said we had the ice sculptures the glass slipper everybody had Mm -hmm. one of those um and they're cool because they come out on this plate with like a light underneath them so they were like all like illuminated wow. and just look so beautiful yeah. um and then of course the actual wedding cake itself was cinderella themed it had like the white iced um the piping on the icing was like in the cinderella carriage and then we had a cinderella bird cake topper and it was a whole thing so <laughs> Oh my gosh. I'm like, Greg, I think you're going to need to get some of these pictures and post them on our Instagram. Yeah, account. actually, what I'm thinking is I'm going to have to redo my wedding, I think. I think I, I missed out. I'm going to have to do, or maybe a renewal. Don't we'll you, do a, don't a you vow say renewal. that to your wife, Greg. Don't you yeah. say that to your she wife. She knows. Well, I mean, I mean, we, I absolutely loved our, our Disney wedding over at the at the boardwalk. You, we kind of glossed over. Did you say you actually were in Cinderella's carriage as part of your wedding ceremony? Yes, we did do that. Uh, we we got the Cinderella carriage and um, it, it takes you kind of, it does a little loop as you do sort mm-hmm. of a state exit when you're leaving the uh, ceremony and it'll take you on a little short r- ride while they escort all the guests over to the sort of pre-cocktail hour reception okay. sort of thing. And then it'll take you back over to the pavilion and it, it we did a few pictures, um, just kind of immediate family and the wedding party. Uh, and then it takes you one more final long ride to where you're actually going to be for your reception which for us was one of the ballrooms at the floridian yeah i just i need to know the level of confidence you were feeling as you were stepping into the carriage because if that were me i would feel like the coolest like i would be an actual badass like walking on this carriage i I just need to know hoping that some little girl walks up to me asking for me to sign her autograph yeah be like oh why yes why yes my child Yes. No, I felt I was like I have never felt like everybody feels like a princess on their wedding yeah. day, right? Like it's yeah. a thing. Me too. But like, yes. Not it, but not like a legit sure. Disney princess. But yes, I mean this was the whole nother level. I was like, oh my goodness, I have arrived. This is everything, and I just I loved it so much. Um, and actually, it was so sweet because my flower girls. They had been at the parks all week and they'd been helping us like just all, all week kind of getting ready for the event. And so they had had their autograph book and they'd met every princess and it signed it. Yeah. And at the reception, they came over to me and they were like, we just need your autograph now. Like you're the Aww. last princess. And I was like, yeah. oh my God. So I signed it for them and like cried yeah. a little bit. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, so I'm glad we asked you to come on and talk about your Disney wedding no. because it sounds like the most magical wedding I've heard of from a real life person. Because you know they have that show on ABC Family, which is now what Freeform, where it's like yes. the the Disney fairy tale wedding, and like it's tough because it looks nice, it's well produced, like it's lit, right. like it's a TV show, but it's cool to actually hear from a real life human being who had a real life yeah. magical wedding experience at Disney. 
Yeah. She's literally yeah. like pixie. You guys can't see this. She's literal, literal pixie dust like floating yes. around her. So she's not even close. sitting down. She's being held up by pixie dust. It's ridiculous. I'm just hovering yeah, here. <laughs> well, um, everyone, if you would like to follow Sarah, she is on Instagram at fueledbymagic7. And we'll put your information in the description of this episode so people can find you more easily. We'll probably get you to maybe give us some photos we can post on our Instagram today. And the next couple of days, so people can see what your uh, awesome sounding Disney fairy tale wedding looked like. That sounds good, guys. Thank you for having me. Of course, yeah. I feel like we should uh, we should like announce you out like Princess Sarah of Virginia leaving <laughs> leaving the castle. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here. We appreciate it. Thanks, guys. <sighs> I love a good love story, especially when it has to do with Disney. Yeah, and at Magic Kingdom especially, because I'm a little jealous. Mm -hmm. So I uh, have a quote to end our episode, as we always do coming up. Um, if you want to follow us on Instagram, we are at That Park Life Podcast. My personal account is at The Disney Greg. My personal account, which is really all about plants and dogs, is <laughs> at The Healthy Hot Mess. <laughs> if you like what you heard today, please feel free to like and subscribe. Head over to iTunes, leave us a review over there. And if you'd even be so kind, give us a little... What do you call it? a little hoo-ha? What is it? A little whoop whoop and a hey hey. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> do one of those. Uh, leave us a little review over there as to why you gave us the rating you did. It is very helpful. Helps us mm -hmm. in the rankings of Disney podcasts. Of course, if you want to support what we're doing, you can do so via Patreon. And if you do, you will also have access to some bonus episodes and some behind-the-scenes things via Instagram. Pat chat. Guys, our pat, pat chat's amazing. You know you went in on it. Just saying. Yeah, well, You're it's... You're missing it's, out. It's mostly non-Disney chat. We talk about our, you know, stuff going on in our real lives. Yeah. And I often wind up... So, you know, obviously I go back and I listen to these things because I'm editing them. And I listen to the pat chat episodes. And I'm like, why? I should not be talking about this. This is like personal stuff. <laughs> this is embarrassing. I really shouldn't be doing this. But it's out there. Who cares? So, right. uh, let's end off on a quote from a movie that we referenced earlier. Uh, I'm going to mm -hmm. bring us to Up... And the character of Russell, who says, mm. that might sound boring, but I think the boring stuff is the stuff I remember the most. Oh, my God. So I thought you were going to be from Doug, the dog, and it was going to say, Squirrel. I have just met you, and yet I love you. <laughs> yes. Don't forget, although the adventure is exciting, sometimes it's the boring stuff that you might fall in love with as well. That's all from us this week. Thanks for That's listening. All, folks. Yeah. Yes, and we hope you have a wonderful Valentine's Day. Absolutely. All right. Bye, everyone. See you next week. <laughs>